I started work on Monday, so this was my first week of work. Today, we are going to explore what it's like to pass the NCLEX. What life is like post-grad. Not just what happens and what to expect, but what it feels like. And most of all, how to manage the stress of your new role. We're focusing on the new grad perspective. Today's episode, Critical Transition. We wanted to dig into this super important milestone in any nurse's professional life and see just what it's like to begin transitioning to the licensed RN role. This can be a time when feelings of pride and great relief are side by side with, well, anxiety. We talked with Hannah. She finished a four-year program and decided to start out in critical care. So I was hired into a cardiovascular intensive care unit. They're having me work on a step-down unit for about six months. For most new grads, the learning curve after school is something that's challenging, but manageable. And I started getting emails for work and all the courses I had to go through and all of that. I was like, whoa. Despite these challenges, she had tackled the NCLEX just weeks ago, and she was feeling pretty confident. I don't know. I don't even know how many weeks I studied. I eat, breathed, and slept all NCLEX for a while. Passing the NCLEX is not just about memorizing facts, and neither is being successful at your first job. They were asking me things that I don't even remember learning in school. But she learned more in school than she thought. Most of what nurses know comes from learning through their practice. Oh my gosh. So I walked out of the NCLEX thinking that I failed. So despite all the pressure, school taught her resilience. And sure enough, in a few days. Passed. First time. So that was really great, um, which was necessary because I got a job offer um, that required me to pass on the first time. Hannah's experience is pretty typical for most students when they come out of school. They've landed that first job and need to pass their licensure test while they start work. But that's only the beginning. They are also participating in some new learning experiences to help them be successful in their new role. Hannah made it over the first hurdle, no problem. The biggest weight came off my shoulders and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a nurse. Like I have worked four years for this. It was a big sigh of relief. According to theories about adapting to a professional role, there are stages of transition and Hannah is about to experience the honeymoon period. Despite all the things going on, this is a period of idealism where it's great to finally be a nurse. After many clinical rotations of looking up to these nurses, we have finally earned our stripes, so to speak. Yesterday was my first day in scrubs, like taking care of patients. And I was like, okay, I am not just a nursing student. Like every action I do right now, like my license is on the line. Getting some downtime after passing the NCLEX is well-deserved. After all, it's a huge accomplishment, but most new nurses don't have that luxury. So this is where we begin our journey with Hana. After the NCLEX, what are those first few weeks like at work? 
When you're new to a facility, there's a lot to learn, including old things to relearn. Hospital orientation doesn't just mean learning how to find your patients and care for them. It includes learning where everything is. My first week of work was kind of not like a typical weekend work. I had like corporate orientation on Monday. Um, So just getting oriented to the hospital and their standards. And it was with every employee, not just nursing. Part of tackling new responsibilities is learning about your work environment. And at the same time, balancing changes going on at home. Every hospital is different. Post-grad life is always a weird transition, I think, too, before you even move to where, like, your job is and stuff. I felt kind of out of place. They're very expensive letters to have behind your name with student loans and all of that. It was a very overwhelming period of life. And then I started getting emails about work. And then, like, a couple days later, I realized that having those letters behind my name, like, I'm responsible for people's lives now. So then the reality kind of set in. Workforce orientation takes place in the first week in any facility that you work in. This has nothing to do with your nursing skills, more to do with how to learn your way around, what your benefits are, things you would expect to learn at any new job. And you may be covering these things while you're learning the specifics of what goes on in your unit. And while you begin classes to work on perfecting your skills, you can do like online training for continuing education credits, just different classes you can sign up and simulations, skills labs, just to kind of perfect my skills and bridge that gap between nursing school and real life nursing. Employers allow for a period of adjustment. For new nurses, this can be as long as six to eight months. So no worries. Even still, information fatigue is pretty common in the first couple weeks. Human resources, infection control, department policies like variance reports. It's a lot. I think my brain is just like taking in so much information all the time that I'm like constantly exhausted. I was just, I was very overwhelmed in the morning. It was a 12-hour shift. As the day went on, I kind of got settled in. I got my parking set up, um, figured out how to learn how to document on their um, EMR, more so just like getting oriented to the environment rather than patient care um, was yesterday. So we'll see how next week goes. Skills training is usually structured and scheduled out over a period of time, so it's manageable. This time is often spent off the unit, which allows you to focus on skills building. Once I got to work on Monday, I was like, okay, this is better. Like they helped kind of break down the timeline of when all of these things were due and it wasn't quite as overwhelming. Tuesday and Wednesday, I was with just nurses. What can be challenging for new grads is juggling the new work environment while trying to maintain focus on your nursing skills. In most cases, department-specific protocols don't need to be memorized, but you need to identify where you can find these resources so that you can get to them when you need them. Sexual harassment policies, for example, or how to care for those with disabilities. There are also other checklists to get through, such as fit testing for your N95 respirator and making sure you have the right immunizations and tests before you start work. 
Let's see how Hannah's feeling in her first week. Exhausted, but I'm kind of on this high. I had a really great patient yesterday, so that kind of helped make it a little better. It kind of reminded me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Remember that honeymoon period we spoke about? This is where that helps out a lot. Finding inspiration in patient care can really keep your energy up and prepares you for those days when things might not go as planned. Any experienced nurse will tell you there are always those days. Let's get back to Hannah and how she's feeling after her first few shifts. I was very tired. Yeah, I am still nervous. I think I'll be nervous for probably the first year of my career, but I don't know. While I was very overwhelmed yesterday with everything that I was learning and the responsibilities I had and just learning a new hospital and their protocols, knowing that the courses I'm taking and the resources provided to me, I felt a lot more at ease knowing that I would be supported in this transition. So, The purpose during this period is not just to support nurses, but to improve care quality and improve outcomes for patients. Hannah explains. After some research, they realized that this first year is the period when a lot of new grad nurses experience burnout and they just get really overwhelmed. A large source of support is through relationships with the people you work with. But yeah, we did that. I met a bunch of people on the unit, a bunch of staff, which was great. Establishing relationships with other nurses you work with is something every new nurse needs. Your team can help you find everything you need. They are great resources. Um, They sat me down and they're like, here is a room. And it's literally a room that has education on heart failure, LVADs, heart transplant, your online resources. A good supportive orientation or residency program will offer not only a preceptor to be by your side during those first few months, but also... Activities to establish mentorships with those on your team and learning experiences with experienced nurses. Um, It's a big mix of like veteran nurses, young nurses, and those nurses that are kind of in between. They all like understand each stage. And so they're all really willing to help out. After just a few days of work, Hannah recognizes the importance of having a formal support person by her side. So I'll have a mentor for my whole year. And that's another nurse who's working on my unit who I know is a safe resource to go to and ask questions while I'm on shift. As we'll see, making sure new grads are supported is a top priority for staff welcoming a new grad. But it's also important for new nurses to set their own limits and understand how much they can handle at one time. You'll never get flack for this. I mean, you're not expected to know everything at this moment. So like, chill out, it's fine. Mentorship is coaching provided by preceptors and mentors. The main difference is a preceptor is a formal relationship. Someone who can plan to spend extra time and talk you through situations. Basically, on the floor I'm on, typical day, you're taking like four to five patients Yesterday, we only took one, and the purpose of that was just to get me oriented to the unit. And so throughout my eight weeks of orientation, each shift, I'll kind of pick up another patient, ease myself into that. 
there with you the first time you give a medication or perform a certain procedure. They support you until you are competent to perform each skill that you need to have. Preceptors are trained to provide you not only with support, but guidance and critical feedback. So your learning needs are met during this period of time. I'm not just like tossed into the deep end and expected to know how to swim. Learning to advocate and ask lots of questions is important. Preceptors are taught to encourage questions, and we always worry about new graduates who don't ask enough questions. I'm big on like asking questions, and so like if I see something I don't know. Even as she remembers how disoriented she felt, she also recounts how much help she received from those around her. My first moment of insecurity was the day before my first shift when I emailed my manager and I was like, how do I even get to the floor? I'm walking into this hospital and I was like, I don't know where to park. I don't know what elevator to take. Like they were handing me report sheets and they're like, all right, like you can go take report. And I was like, I don't even know where this room is. I was like turning all different directions and my preceptor's like that way. And I was like, cool. But by week two, Hannah had things under control and she could now focus on learning her clinical setting. There's a lot of abbreviations in the nursing field. So I think that's kind of how I justify if I know things or not. Um, Like yesterday getting report, there were a ton of abbreviations on my patient. And I was like, I don't know what half of these mean. I don't remember learning these. I don't know if I'm behind in life, like what's going on here. She was also taking time to research the questions that she had based on what she was seeing every day at work. I'm encountering a lot of diseases that I have no idea what they are. That's what that means. Okay. Even if it's like, after my shift, like I don't understand in the moment, but I want to go back and understand what just happened in that room and how can I like better care for my patient in the future. Hana is taking time and space to learn to use her resources. She's learning about evidence-based practice and beginning to master the clinical setting where she works. CVICU, neuro ICU, surgical ICU. Right now, I think I'm more so geeking out. Like they gave me an EKG class that I have to take and they gave me a really thick book yesterday that I have to fill out. So that's kind of how I'm geeking out. It's hard not to spend all of your time looking stuff up. When I'm trying to debrief from my day, if I didn't understand something, if I wanted, you know, more information or um, just to learn more. I just will sit in bed and search some illness or rankings or new like hospital protocols and look those up. So, but here's the thing. Hannah is discovering what's probably the two most important lessons she's learned so far. I feel like in this stage, there's a lot of things I don't know that I don't know. I'm just going to encounter it and I'm going to just embrace whatever comes my way. With a positive attitude and a little bit of self-care, Hannah is well on her way. But there are signs that this so-called honeymoon phase doesn't last forever. So far, Hannah is doing really well managing her time and energy, despite a grueling schedule. After that first week of work, I worked almost every single day for like the past 
what was that two weeks um so these this next week that i have off is really well deserved hannah realizes there are big challenges still ahead we are always on our feet we don't sit in the back and play cards Obviously, being cardiovascular, I'm going to see a lot of arrests. Um, I asked my nurse yesterday, I was like, do code blues happen a lot? And she's like, a lot more than we hope. But um, I have never experienced a code blue in my internship. We've only had close calls. Hannah's more than a week in, and she's learning to care for the caregiver. That's what we say when we encourage nurses to take care of themselves when they're outside of work. For me, just having like my faith community to kind of help me navigate. I realized how all my different circles in life came together to kind of support me and get through that. Got my mind off of nursing things and like back into like just normal life, which was good. Having mentors on your unit and a formal preceptor can really help the transition process. And interacting with patients can help you find purpose. This is a great career. This is something that I want to do. Like people are scared and I'm able to kind of just be like a reasoning voice for them and be a calm presence. There's just like a big learning curve. That's it for this episode. Join us again as we check in on Hana to see how she's doing. This is Cindy from My Nursing Mastery. You can listen anywhere where your podcasts are downloaded or in the My Nursing Mastery app.